Welcome to Tony's Game Lounge, a weekly podcast talking all things in the gaming industry. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, Tony Erickson, and I'm joined by two special guests this week from some earlier episodes of this season. Uh, who wants to introduce themselves first? Don't matter to me. Okay, well, Brandon, you start. All right. So since I have a reputation on my introductions, I am the Prince of Pulp, the Jester of the Orange Nectar, the bringer of the fresh squeezed beets, and the king of the sweet citrus. And if that may uh, get your interest, I'm the one and only DJ Orange Man, otherwise known as Brandon McGraw. Yeah, I should have went first because that was way better than what I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Tyler Wilmot. I am a local Alberta gamer, a streamer, digital marketing specialist, etc., etc. And on the internet, I go by Sir Wiggles the Great because I'm pretty great. Let's face it. Ooh. That's a, that's a hashtag humble brag. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Full humble brag. I'm an egotistical monster. So. <laughs> uh, well, welcome back to the podcast, guys. It's been quite some time, but uh, glad to get you both on this week. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's uh, awesome to be back. Yeah, and because uh, we have two repeating guests, we are not opening with favorites, but instead opening with my other favorite opener, Pop Quiz. Ooh. I've already failed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry. It's pretty simple. I ask you three video game related questions, and you guys just have to tell me the answer. All right, cool. So, uh, the first question is, uh, what were the two games that came out that were AAA titles that came out this past Friday? Which, uh, day of recording this, yesterday. Oh, Okay. Uh, one was Paper Mario, if I'm not mistaken. And the other was Ghost of something. Hey, it's on the list, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah Ghost... Ghost... Ghost of Tsushima? Yeah. Yes. If I can I'll, say I'll that g- right. Yes, Tsushima. Yeah, okay. There we go. That's, that's a good... That's a correct answer, guys. Good job. Good job on that one. Here I only is, knew one of those. <laughs> you, hey, so you both get a point then, because you both named one. Hey... So here is your second question. What famous video game character was revealed as uh, a Smash Bros. fighter at the Game Awards? I don't know that one. I did not watch the Game Awards. (laughs) Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. (laughs) How long ago are we talking? Uh, I think this was two Game Awards ago. Was it Joker? That's another point for Brandon. Hey. That's correct. It's Joker. Yeah, I wouldn't have even been able to guess that. <laughs> Joker from Persona 5, not Joker from Batman. Yeah, that's Joker right now. <laughs> and the last question. Which Twitch streamer holds the world record for SpongeBob SquarePants battle for Bikini Bottom? Sure any ain't per- me. <laughs> any, any percent. Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I was thrown off by the question. What? <laughs> Uh, which Twitch streamer holds the world record for SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom any percent? Part of me wants to say Alinity. That feels like an Alinity thing, but I don't think <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, would, I agree <laughs> to that. <laughs> uh, no, it is Shift. Oh. Okay, that makes sense. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's pop quiz. Hey. Hey. It, it, it was popping. It was a quizzing. It, it's how we start when we have multiple repeat guests back from a se- from the season or stuff. Because fa- obviously we know their favorites already. Yeah. Anyway. Stuff that nobody else plays. <laughs> yes. Uh, now we're going to jump into our first real segment, which is the week in review, where we cover some of the major game releases and the news from the past week. And game-wise, well, we know two of them. Ghost of Tsushima came out in Paper Mario, and the Origami King came out on Friday. And earlier in the week, Rocket Arena came out, which was announced at that EA Play show uh, online, which is basically the next um, 4v4 uh, multiplayer game with rocket launchers. Ooh, that sounds fun. Yes. like rockets. If you like rockets that don't kill people because all they do is send you flying, and if you go out of the arena, that then you that the other team gets a point, and then you just uh, float back in and well, start firing ju- rockets again. That just sounds like family friendly fun. Family friendly, family friendly fun, <laughs> exactly. Uh, as for the news this past week that got announced, The Sims Four announced their next stuff pack is called Nifty Knitting. It comes out July twenty eighth, and you get just get to knit. In The no. Sims. That uh, sounds like family fun right there, too. Oh, oh, exactly. I do have a question for you guys, though, about The Sims, though. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on that Sims TV show that's coming soon? There's a Sims TV show? Yeah, it's a game show. I ain't know oh, nothing about this. Okay, oh. It's either going to be j- just based on what I'm hearing as Sims game TV show. Uh, it's either going to be really, really hilarious and funny, and it's going to be like the best thing ever, or it's going to suck immensely. Yeah, it's like it's like one of those reality competition shows where everybody gets like. We're, it's, I I think of it like with the trailers, like it's sort of like MasterChef, where instead of cooking, you have to build something in The Sims, and then it's judged. No, I was oh. th- I was picturing more of I was picturing more of like a Bachelor thing where everybody's speaking Simlish. That would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Well, would, it, I, you know what? I would probably watch that over the, the what we're actually getting. It almost sounds like uh, one of my friends. She runs uh, a Sims stream every so often, and she gets like little building challenges. So it sounds sounds like something like that. Yeah, that's actually that is kind of what it is in a sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh in more news, uh, Lego announced another Nintendo Lego set coming soon: the NES and Retro TV set. And it's going to be compatible with the Lego Mario set. I've seen it. It's pretty cool. It if does I, look pretty cool. If my walls were not dedicated uh, directly to like pop figurines, I'd probably, uh, <laughs> I'd probably get it. <laughs> uh, Overwatch uh, start, is starting their new Sigma's Maestro Challenge, and that's live until the 27th of this month. So you can get Sigma, who I didn't even know was a character in the game. Until I saw this trailer. Because uh, that one kind of just whooshed right past me. Because I, I usually know most of the heroes for Overwatch. But this guy I didn't know until I saw this trailer. Uh, but yeah, that's going live until the 27th. So go get his uh, Maestro outfit. Uh, Microsoft Flight Sim was given a release date for Windows 10 and pre-order. Which is August 18th. Yay! Nice. <laughs> I used to play that back on like Windows 3.1. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yakuza Kiwami 2 is coming to the Games Pass on July 30th. 
Uh, originally a PlayStation exclusive, finally making its way to Xbox, and it's the last of the three pre Yakuza games, I guess, because there's it's uh it's like the the pre series, which is zero, one, and two, and then there's the remastered collection, which is four, five, three, four, and five, and then six is its own because that's how uh, they're doing things now. Um, I still need to finish Yakuza 5. If those of you are still wondering, I'm still not done it because I've started Ghost of Tsushima and the game's big. Like, I should have finished Yakuza 5 before starting this, but no. <laughs> yeah, uh, you've done made a mistake there. <laughs> I, done, I have done made a mistake. In more news, uh, to protest a lack of online updates, Red Dead Redemption 2 players are dressing up as clowns to, mark, to mock the Rockstar developers. In the game. They're dressing up as clowns in the game, not in real life. <laughs> Let's just I specify support, that. I would support both actions. <laughs> uh, Hearthstone announced their next expansion, the Scholomance Academy set. Uh, for an early August release, it'll include 135 new cards and some new features as well. Uh, Destiny 2 Beyond Light got delayed to November 10th. Uh, so the next time we have Jackson on, uh, we'll hear him rant uh, about that. Uh, no Man's Sky Desolation update has arrived, and now No Man's Sky can be treated like Dead Space in a sense, because there are haunted spaceships. So it's a Dead Space game that has Dead Space? <laughs> Possibly. Oh, it's I, a Dead right. Space game. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Joke went uh, right, I, I, right over your head. That, that was... Oh, I got it now. <laughs> I remember oh. getting No Man's Sky at launch, and I haven't even touched it once. Ooh. They've added a lot of updates to it, so, like, it's worth playing now, kind of. Yeah. But it, I, don't know. I feel like if I jump on it and play it, I would be going against the amount of shit that I talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. And uh, lastly, the, the last big piece of news... Uh, Summer Games Fest, a Summer Games Fest stream showed off the PS5 DualSense controller, all thanks to Mr. Jeff Keighley. Um, he showed off a little demo for Astro's Playroom as well, which will come installed on every PS5 as sort of like the the game to showcase like what the controller can do. Um, by the looks of things, it's getting uh, the big thing is like the triggers on it are like. I, I, they're like hypersensitive or something like that. I can't remember the exact terminology that they use, but it's like pressurized to make things feel more realistic with that. And um, it's kind of got like an HD rumble that the Switch uh, the Joy-Cons have, but pro but not as HD rumbly. But it's pretty good rumble. And that's all the news. If you're wondering where, wait a minute, where's the Ubisoft forward? We'll be getting onto that a little bit later in the podcast. Uh, now on to the releases for the week ahead. On Monday, that's right, we have a Monday release. Into the Radius comes out on VR and Stadia. On Tuesday, and that's the only Monday release. On Tuesday, Rock of Ages 3 Make and Break comes out on everything. And on Wednesday, Creeks comes out on everything as well. And on Thursday, because there are no Friday releases this upcoming week, it's actually pretty slow this uh, this week coming up. Bounty Battle comes out on everything. Karayan comes out on the Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Crisis Remastered hits the Switch. 
unless it gets delayed again this week. Uh, Dying Light Hellraid DLC comes out on the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Rogue Legacy 2 comes out on the PC, and Roki comes out on the PC. And those are your games for the week ahead. And now, uh, you guys have anything to add to those games that we just uh, announced to the people? Uh, no, not really. I haven't uh, delved into too much of the new releases as of late. Same. Uh, the one that stood out for me, actually, uh, did, how, uh, did you guys ever play Dying Light? No, I didn't. No. I've seen some gameplay of Dying Light, but that's okay. about it. I played a little bit of it, and by a little bit, I think I threw, like, a good 10 hours into the game, if not more. Um, and then I got uh, spawn camped by a guy, a gunman on a gas station. And uh, uh, that it wasn't fun anymore after that. So that was okay. my experience with the game. Um, and I, I was surprised it's still getting DLC. Like, it's an older game. Like, it's pretty old. Like, yeah, I want to say it's like 20, 2013, 2014, almost. Yeah, six years old, still getting updates. That's that's not bad. That's, uh, that's getting into uh, GTA ter- territory. Yeah, Dying uh-huh. Light came out... Oh, G- 2015. Okay, it's not that bad then. <laughs> it was announced in 2013, but you know what we still haven't gotten? Dying Light 2, which was announced a couple of years ago. That's been in development hell. Oh, God. Yeah, I got nothing to add to that other than talking about games that have stayed in development forever. <laughs> yeah, 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 no doubt, yeah. <laughs> uh, now let's move on to our uh, next segment, which is our first topic of the show. And the first topic is Ubisoft's Forward 2020 event, where you, it's basic, this was basically Ubisoft's digital E3 show. And uh, honestly, did you guys catch it at all? I heard uh, about it. I was busy when it was on, so I couldn't catch mm, it. I didn't, I didn't know anything about it, so I didn't catch it at all. I'm terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Uh, so, uh, it started off with Watch Dogs Legion. That's what was announced first. Uh, that's how they opened it up. They opened it up with a little short film, which was, it was looking pretty good. Like, it, uh, the, it was designed, it was, uh, filming, filmed really well. Um, and then they went off to show the gameplay for the game. Uh, a bit more. We've kind of seen a few of it, but like this was like their first time actually go- diving really deep into the gameplay. I think it's been a while since we've actually gotten information on this game. Um, but they revealed the story plot as well as well with uh, the two villains. Uh, the first being Nigel Cass, the leader of the basically the security force that has like all the technology spying on the city or protecting the city. I guess, because they believe they're doing the right thing. Protecting, quote, unquote. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, Mary Kelly, which is uh, basically a leader of a gang on the dark web. And she's an old lady. And she's like, I'll I'll find you and sell your organs. (laughs) Gross. Yeah. Um, And according to Phil Spencer, who showed up later in the show, the Xbox One is going to be getting the best version of the game graphically and all that stuff because they're so confident in the Xbox Series S even though uh, earlier this week Phil Spencer said it's going to be a couple years till they get a first party game for their console so 
PC still better? <laughs> I mean, PC's always better. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, I'm not going to deny that. Uh, but con- for the console plebs, I feel like the PS5 is going to have a lot more to offer than the Series X. Probably. I would agree with that. Mm. Yeah, I'll agree with that too. Yeah. Uh, but they did announce uh, the release date uh, for Watch Dogs Legion, and that was October 29th, 2020. So, a uh, nice little early winter release. Yeah, it's not that far away. And you'll be able to play it on Halloween. Spooky. Oh. <laughs> uh, then they talked about Brawlhalla, which is a game that they don't really talk about. They just kind of release stuff for it, and that's really about it. But they talked about it in the show um, to announce that it's coming to mobile. And uh, the game's going to also get cross-play. Uh, and if you're interested on when Brawlhalla comes to mobile, it'll be August 6th. I've uh, I dabbled in that game a little bit. And I, I, it's, a pretty, Same. it's a pretty fun game, you know. And there's a lot of properties on that game that's surprising. There are. So surprising. There are. There's, um what, Finn and Jake from Adventure Time. Yeah, uh, they got Dida E on there, too. Like, there's so many, yeah. so many great properties that they just keep pumping out and barely even announcing. That's the funny thing about it, too. Yeah. Is, is it, they just, like, let it happen. Yeah. Uh, um, they talked about Might and Magic era, in, era of Chaos, which was a game I've never heard of. It's... I don't know if it's on PC and they just announced that it's coming to mobile or if it's just a mobile game that they're just like, hey, this exists. So that was that. was That was that. That was really all it was. They didn't really even announce anything else aside from that. Uh, but then they showed off their new mobile game coming soon, Tom Clancy's Elite Squad, um, where it's basically a bunch of Tom Clancy characters and you work together. So, it, like, Rainbow Six, but for mobile? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what it sounds like, except you also get Sam Fisher and, like, other Tom Clancy properties. Oh, that's cool. Uh, then we got, uh, speaking of Rainbow Six, we then got the Rainbow Six video, which just is like, hey, thanks for playing Rainbow Six Siege. We've reached, like, I, I, I like the X amount of players now, and... Um, make sure you check out the two new characters who, uh, ops who came out recently. And I'm just like, okay, cool. I mean, yay. Thanks, Rain- two more yeah. ops for me to get massacred by again and again and again. Because that's yeah. what happens to me in Siege. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then we got into, uh, nearing the end of the show where there's only three announcements left. And the first one was a new game coming out, which is Hyperscape. Which is Ubisoft's Battle Royale that's coming out. Um, it takes place in the year 2054, but this time it's like a virtual. Uh, it's like the plot of it, it, kind of the plot is it's a virtual Battle Royale, so people have been hacking it, and you can use hacks to your advantage in, uh, in it. And it has super Twitch compatibility, because if you're streaming the game, uh, Twitch chat can vote things and make things happen Ooh. on the server that you're on. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. That, for for us Twitch streamers, that's probably worth checking out, actually. Yeah, I, I can't remember if it's, like, if it, anyone streams it or if it's certain, twi- like, Ubisoft accounts that stream it or whatnot. I don't oh, know okay. how that's working exactly. I would uh, but assume they... that if you have your Ubisoft account connected to Twitch. Yeah, I believe that's probably what it will be. 
um, is also um, currently in open beta for the PC. Oh, I should check um, And uh, there's a free battle pass. I believe, like, when the game comes out, the first battle pass is free. Oh, dope. Um, and, like, despite this, like, that was a big thing, is, like, you get all of this, there's hacks, there's, like, so much customizability, things that can happen. The only downside of this is that you can't customize your characters. Ah. Like, with this being, like, a virtual reality, like, uh, what, like, not VR, VR, but, like, a virtual reality battle royale, I, I you would think you'd get the chance to, like, customize your own character for this. Yeah, it's already yeah. lost. But, no, there's, it's, already there's it's, like, six or eight pre-made characters that you get to choose from. Yeah, it's already lost two points for me. Character customization yeah. is, like, my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see, and it, it looked promising, but then when they was like, "Yeah, no, it's just pre-made characters," I was a little disappointed in that part because this actually looked promising for like a unique battle royale. And that was uh, Hyperscape, and then we moved on to the big two that people were really, really excited for, and those were Assassin's Creed Valhalla to start, uh, where we. Uh, kind of gets to see the story of Eivor, the Viking chieftain, which is our character, who can be male or female, like the past couple of Assassin's Creed games have been. Um, the, you get, you, the boats are back, like because I believe there were some boats in both uh, Origins and Odyssey. Um, so th- those are back. You get to sail little Viking votes, votes, boats. <laughs> Um, you can raid villages as a Viking under as long as they're under the British control. You can raid them. Um, there's a settlement development as you progress through the game and whatnot. Uh, you can customize your fight style. Um, there's fort assaults, and it comes out November 17th. And you know what? And I'm gonna say this: I really just I I miss the old Assassin's Creed. I, um, okay, I'm just going to open this up. I think this is a dumb idea. Ooh. Yeah. I like the concept that it's a Viking game. Love the idea. It's a great, great mantra, and I think Vikings are kind of in right now. But the fact that you're taking it to the Assassin's Creed brand is just moronic. Just make a Viking Mm, game. Yeah, a Viking. I, I, yeah, that's like what I. I'm definitely gonna agree with you that the fact, like, it's a Viking. It, uh, if this wasn't Assassin's Creed, I would be a bit more excited for it. Yeah, like the actually the reason I'm not going to play it is because it has the Assassin's Creed branding on it. Yeah, like, I, I I stopped playing Assassin's Creed right after Brotherhood. So I stopped <laughs> after four, and I haven't touched it at all. Oh, uh, you're missing the OG Assassin's Creed games are really good. And like, aside from the first one, aside from the first Assassin's Creed game, uh, two all the way to four are like really good games. Okay. And uh, the Ezio collection is available like on modern consoles, and I believe because the and PC now I believe because it's all like HDified. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I would pick that up because it's two brotherhood and revelations and that's just worth it okay in itself and then the other and then three has an hd remaster that you can get and four is just hd as it it as yeah it's just hd okay i'll definitely look into that now that i got a lot of free time on my hands right now yes (laughs) yes honestly if it were me i would just go back and replay one 
The only problem I had with the first Assassin's Creed is water just kills you. Yeah, you can't swim. <laughs> oh, okay. But I'm like, the ending of Assassin's Creed 2 ruined the whole thing for me. I played really? Brotherhood because I was given Brotherhood, so I felt that I needed to play it. But the ending of Assassin's Creed 2, I'm like, I'm tapping out. I'm done. <laughs> okay, true, true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, our Assassin's Creed rant. And then lastly, they showed off the first trailer, even though it got leaked a little bit, uh, for Far Cry 6. See? Starring uh, Giancarlo Esposito from Breaking Bad as his role, famous for his role of Gus, at least to like some of uh, the younger gens. Um, he is the role of El Presidente, the new dictator who will have to take down See, that sounds exciting. I like the Far Cry games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've tried. Uh... And uh, they did give us a release date for the game as well, um, which is February 18th, 2021. How long have they been working on this one? I don't know. I feel like that's they, an ambitious release date. It is. Um, but they did also show us uh, some pre-order bonuses. And oh my God, they have one of the best pre-order bonuses, I will uh, admit. It's a... Uh, a little dog, a little, uh, chew- I think it's a chihuahua or like a wiener dog. And his name is Chorizo. And he's, uh, he's got, he's only got his front two legs because his back, uh, cause he doesn't have his back legs, but he has like, uh, one of those, uh, like wheel things carrying explosives. That's hilarious. <laughs> and his name is Chorizo. Chorizo. Oh, I just searched him up. He's cute. Yeah. Chorizo, <laughs> so Chorizo Demolition Doggo. <laughs> basically uh and then they also did announce that there will be another ubisoft forward coming in the future although they didn't specify when uh but that was the ubisoft forward event overall the front and the end of the show were really good for a ubisoft show but the middle was just eh. yeah yeah <laughs> um well what what was good about this but I, what scares me for the next one, they didn't say anything on Just Dance. Oh, gosh darn it. That's my bread and butter. <laughs> That's my money yeah, maker you, right there. <laughs> it is. There was no nothing on Just Dance, which is why, like, um, I feel like the next one might show off some Just Dance stuff if there is one coming or not, and they'll just, like, drop it whenever. I'm thinking, well, at this point, we, we got uh, Just Dance 2020, which is... Like that base game, but we got Unlimited, where they're just releasing songs on that now. So yeah, I don't think they're going to advance the series anymore at this point. Maybe like wait, take take a year off and just uh, release songs as they come, and then twenty do a twenty twenty two. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, that's a good. That's a good theory. It's probably the smarter money making move, to be honest. Oh, exactly. Mm. Unlimited, super cheap. Like I paid like what thirty dollars for a year. So oh, that's not bad. That's it. Like make your that's money. That's definitely better than uh, Mario Kart Tour charging you eight bucks a week. Oh yeah, yeah. No kidding. Eight? Sorry, bi-weekly, bi-weekly. Oh, well, it's gonna be like eight bucks a week. What? Two bucks a week for like the drive for like what I think it's called the driver's pass or something, which gets you more rewards and uh, a guaranteed gold character. Uh, no, a guaranteed platinum character or some shit like that. I can't remember. It's been a while. I, I played it at launch and played it all the way to like the winter of that year and then stopped because I'm like, 
yeah, it's not fun anymore, and they haven't released multiplayer. Okay, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, uh, now we're going to move on to our first uh, guest-chosen topic, and that is Tyler's topic. Yeah! So I want to talk about the Mass Effect remaster rumors and yes. theories and all of that fun stuff. So where uh, where did you first hear these rumors? Was it where like was it a site or? I had an article pop up on my phone about it. Ooh. Like oh, I want to say four or five weeks ago. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm like I'm looking it up. I'm like, ah, oh, this can't be true. It's just a like remaster. Like everybody thinks their games are getting remastered, but it's actually this is after doing some fact checking, it's legit. Oh shit. Yeah. So uh, I. The rumored release date is this fall, um, and it's there from what I know, which is very limited because it's coming from a lot of limited sources. Uh, but they're remastering the entire trilogy and filtering in back some cut content from the OG okay, games. yeah, okay. So that is, yeah, that is two of my questions of like, are they just doing the first one, or are they the entire trilogy? Is what I kind of figured. They would remaster. Well, they kind of have to because they all are kind of like they, they build on one another. Yeah. And if anybody's played Mass Effect 2 on Steam recently, it is the buggiest, most terrible thing that you will ever imagine for such a great game. And for some, <laughs> some reason, I think I talked about this a little bit before, but they keep making it worse. <laughs> oh. Every patch, some new bug is formed. Oof. So, that's, now that's rough. We need a remaster and we need it soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when, when it comes to cut content, um, what, like, what are we talking about here? Are we talking like more dialogue, any extra characters? Uh, probably not extra characters. Uh, I believe that they're going to actually filter the old DLC because a lot of the DLC was supposed to be original content, but they cut it out for primary release. So like the mm. Mass Effect 2, for example, uh, the Shadow Broker DLC or, Zaid Masani's like the extra companion DLC was supposed to be original content in the game, so that I think is just going to get filtered in and probably patched, or their their technicals are probably just going to be more smoothly integrated there because I knew there was a few bugs when they first came out originally. Um, and then I'm assuming dialogue, maybe some like choices, uh, like because the game is very much built on what you choose yes happen so i'm assuming they're gonna like tweak that a bit more as well and but yeah okay um so uh can you actually explain these bugs that the current mass effect 2 is having a bit i'm a little intrigued by this okay so the first one is the one that gets me every time uh on ilium in the hallway underneath liara's uh office if you walk through that hallway when a certain advertise, like in-game advertisement is playing about some kind of Hasari tentacle hairspray shit, I don't fully remember what it is because I don't listen to them that well. But if you walk through that hallway while that ad is playing, the game will freeze and crash. You'll have to force close it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, then I was encountering a problem late game, close to the end, where the game would just freeze and shut off, and it would just kick me out to the desktop. And it happened, like, every 10 minutes on stream. If you go back and look at my old VODs of it, if they're still up, y y you'll see it happening, and me just being absolutely frustrated. Even one of my mods uh, commented on it. It's like, yeah, at this point, he's just trying to get onto Mass Effect 3 and finish this up. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Wow. Um, and uh, what is how does the community feel about it? Obviously, I, I can I can expect they're they would like to see or what they wouldn't want changed or anything like that. Uh, if they change any of the story element, I feel like I can only speculate on this just as a fanboy, obviously. Uh, but if they change any of the story content or anything of how anything flows, I think a lot of people would be more angry than they would be happy about those kind of changes, even though the Mass Effect 3 initial release ending was garbage. I played it afterwards. That's why I probably love it so much. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but I feel like if there's anything changed in that regard, those who really, really, really like the game would probably be upset. Um, in general, I think the community would enjoy it. I, I know I would, as a Mass Effect fanboy, would absolutely love a remaster of these games because when you go back and play Mass Effect 1, it, it's super dated. <laughs> you, you know it was released like 15 years ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, the fir- I feel like the first two are going to get the best overhaul of it. Oh, I, over three, I think. Yeah, the, the one thing I think the community would like change, and I'm going to speak this just straight from my opinion, is the combat system. If they made the combat system exactly like Mass Effect 3's for all the games, it probably would run them out a lot smoother because what uh, Bioware did between each Mass Effect game is they like, completely revamped the UI and the combat system. So Mass Effect 1 is different than Mass Effect 2, and Mass Effect 2 is different than Mass Effect 3. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it kind of throws you off, especially when it comes to like weapons that you can have, too. Like in Mass Effect 1, you have access to all your weapons and whatnot. Um, based on your class, you do better with one or the other. And some of the like biotic powers are like they, they feel much more powerful and like actually useful. Where you get into Mass Effect Two, they're kind of like, okay, yeah, they're still cool biotic powers, but they're a little bit weaker in Mass Effect Three. When you try to throw somebody with your biotic throw, it just feels like you're pushing them over. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, they, they really, they really screwed that one up because it's not as fun to yeet people across a room. <laughs> yeet. Ye- um, but the uh, combat system itself, too, Mass Effect 2, you only had specific weapons that you can use per class. Mm. And the Mass Effect 3, you had access to the whole batch, um, and it was based on kind of like a weight rating, and that weight rating would influence your power cooldown usage. Okay. Yeah. Weird. So if they made it once, like one one com- solid combat for it all, yeah. But I don't know that that would probably be a ton of work to do. Um, but if they remaster, if they do like a complete remaster where everything's revamped, it's possible, and I think it would be very beneficial to the gameplay. Mm-hmm. And a lot of new players would probably come to enjoy it as well. Yeah, I feel like that might be the better case of it. Like we saw that how successful it was with Final Fantasy VII, at least. Yeah, exactly. Right. With uh, yeah. So if Mass Effect, obviously not going the route of Final Fantasy VII, where it's just like, okay, guys, from the ground up. <laughs> no, but like, let's remaster. Let's get better graphics. Keep most everything the same, but just like alter the combat for every game so it's consistent. Then yeah. Yeah, develop more consistency, and I believe... I'm just going to throw out my little conspiracy theory here. I believe this remaster is supposed to be like an initial launch of another Mass Effect IP. Oh! Yeah. Andromeda 2. 
please now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really like Andromeda, but the the the, the pre-release, the initial release, and uh, EA and BioWare just really, really screwed that up. Okay, well, that that brings up another question I have. Do you think that the initial release for the remaster, if and when it does happen, uh, do you think it'll actually be good? If EA doesn't get greedy again and lets the dev team do what they need to do, and if the Bioware executives actually take the extra time that they need to build the game, yes. If they don't do that, the initial release is going to suck like Andromeda, and I really hope they learn from their mistakes, but uh, we all know what Electronic Arts is like. Yep. They they do not learn. <laughs> Hello, I like money! Yeah, but if, the, if they pulled, like, uh, CD Project Red, like, that guy's developing Cyberpunk 27. Yeah. 2077, sorry. Um, and actually take their time and develop it right. They will get it right. And I think a lot more people would be appreciative of, you know, releasing the game as the game instead of like, oh, we're just going to patch our mistakes later. Because we all know how much that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Because they'll either do it and it takes forever, or they just won't do it and it'll just be like a Bethesda game. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's a big open world. No one's going to notice these little bugs. <laughs> notice this little bug, but it's actually big bug because a big bug isn't supposed to spawn here. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> a bunch. Of, it's just a little bug, except there's one million coding errors that are bugs. <laughs> yep. Uh, anything else you want to add on the on uh, the Mass Effect stuff, Tyler? Before we move on, Mass Effect is great. Everyone should play it if you haven't already. All right. <laughs> Um, and now we move on to the last topic of the day. Um, and Brandon, why don't you intro this? Okay, so yeah, there's been a curious case of uh, things going on in the the online streaming world. Uh, it's kind of weird, actually. Um, yeah, and you're, you're both streamers, so it's, uh, yeah. it's going to be a, hopefully a really good conversation we got uh, on this I, one. I'm very interested in this topic as well. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's pretty multi-layered topic, to be exact. Ooh, layers. Yeah. Like an ogre. <laughs> Hell yeah. And um, I have conspiracy theories. <laughs> oh. oh, no. <laughs> uh, might, as well, oh. Might, might as well jump right into that one. How about uh, Dr. Disrespect, eh? Okay, yeah. That's what I was, was going to start with. Let's start with Dr. Disrespect, who was perma-banned after... Well, he got, like, fully partnered with Twitch. Like, he was going to be, like, one of their, like flagships for the platform like multi-million dollar contract i can't yeah. remember how much and then he gets i think it was 25 million dollars. Oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. anyway um so he gets that and then we just and then he gets permabanned and then we don't know anything for like four or five weeks and then he goes out and like did some interviews yeah yeah, yeah. we still don't have any conclusive reason why those interviews are so weird because he like he was uh he was talking to pc gamer and they they were they were like needling him to get information out of him and his uh his agent like yeah his publicist is like no you you can't answer that or you're getting too close to uh anything of it like yeah i feel like of all the interviews as well pc gamer for what's it called um 
What was what's it called when you write down a script and then like uh, what's it called when you, when you write down an interview? Oh, I, I, I know what you're talking about, but I... yeah, transcript. 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 Yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they transcripted the entire interview, and like I feel like that's the most informative one because the other ones just feel like fluff pieces just so like the sites can get some clout oh yeah, yeah. that's all ad revenue that they just oh yeah exactly, but like yeah. pc gamer actually kind of gave us the most conclusive things at least where it's like um we know that he's pressing legal he'll be pressing legal action against twitch but we still don't know why but the theories um have come out of why and the big th- and theory number one is uh Dr. Disrespect is an anti-masker. Oh, okay. Uh, You're going like, to what? explain that one. I, don't <laughs> I get <know>. it. <laughs> uh, corona, he, doesn't, he believes that coronavirus is caused by 5G towers. I oh, mean, you geez. can tell conspiracy theories all you want. Freedom of speech, man. <laughs> like, I mean, I obviously don't believe that because it would be dumb. <laughs> I, but I, I th- he was talking about it on stri- on his stream at one point, but I don't actually mm. I never actually heard what his views are. He be- he's uh, he's in the spot where like if you talk about that and you firmly believe that and you like try to get other people to believe that that's like a good reason where Twitch can ban you because it's like false information spreading. I believe. Uh, uh, yes and no, but on a legal standpoint, you can't actually cancel a contract based on political views. Yeah. So that might be, and that again, that might be a re, and because of the contract, I feel like that's where things get tricky. Yeah, well, that's with this whole thing. Probably why his publicist, like that, that was my first conspiracy theory inkling was the why this publicist stopped him from talking. Well, yeah, uh, see, that's why I'm I'm so caught up on the thing that they keep saying. Well, he doesn't know why Twitch banned him. I, I think that's complete bullshit, honestly. It's complete. He knows why, yeah. but if he says he doesn't, he's able, again, be vague about it and take him to court yeah. and then get, get get that $25 million road. He's obviously on a non-disclosure agreement, so. Yeah. So, uh, he, I, with honestly, these, I, sorry, go ahead, yeah, Tyler. With these big multi-million dollar contracts and me kind of dealing this with what I do for my career on the other side of things as when you start getting involved in that kind of stuff everything is hush hush until the deal's done like till stuff's done yeah you're dealing with so much money and so much information that you don't want anything out that would influence a court's decision yeah so even so Either way, I don't know if he knows or if he doesn't. He probably does. I would assume so if he's got a whole team of lawyers digging into this. At least by now, he would know. Uh, Imagine if he did it, though. Like, what if he genuinely doesn't know? If he doesn't know, it's also another reason, a good reason to lawyer up and start legal pursuit against Twitch. And Twitch is owned by Amazon, and Amazon is known for doing shit like this. Uh Uh-huh. Good old greedy Jeff Bezos. (laughs) My conspiracy theory is, is because Mixer shut down and Ninja and Shroud's deals are done with them, Twitch being under an amount of lawsuits already that nobody's talking about, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, Twitch is under a lot of fire right now. I think they need that 25, 25 several million dollars because they are under so much pressure that I think they probably view Dr. Disrespect as more of a liability and wanted the money more than his stream. And because of everything that's going on with Twitch in general, they just found an excuse to ban him. I could see that too, yeah. Why, why, why keep your big money player on if he need that money in the first place? Yeah, and mm. the bigger problem with that is even if Dr. Disrespect is in the wrong, this is still going to blow back on Twitch. Like This, this, this is a oh, yeah. failing for Twitch in every way, shape, and form. Well, yeah. Yo, but if Twitch fails, does that mean Facebook Gaming is going to be the number one streaming oh, service? God. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I, I, looked, I looked at it like... I was uh, I was jumping to Mixer like I didn't actually stream on there yet, but uh, when they closed down, I was like, okay, what do I do now? Because I had my personal issues with Twitch, uh, mm. with like how they run things and some of the people working for them, and then I was like, okay, what is there, Facebook or YouTube? And I didn't like either of them, so I mm-hmm. unfortunately I was in the exact same boat, actually. Yeah. I mean, I mean, YouTube's pretty just what bare bones. That's what YouTube pretty much is. Well, it's you, just yeah. like YouTube live streaming and stuff isn't built for gaming. Like no, it's true. YouTube like yeah, when, you, when you, like when you look at it, like when you when you, like thinking back, like when it came to YouTube streaming, the biggest streamer I can think who streamed exclusively on YouTube was Etika. Nah, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> not not now, talking bad about him. I don't really know who he is. <laughs> and, oh, and now it's and now it's PewDiePie. Oh really? He's oh yeah 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 of course that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like the customizability for Facebook and YouTube because I like having like my links set up, my roles, mm-hmm. my whatever you know everything, so everybody can see and know where to go. But Facebook and YouTube, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Twitch is very much more optimized in the back end of doing things. Yeah, even specifically so. for gaming, like that kind of me- multimedia content, it's very much set up for that. Uh, me and uh, no, my brother were actually talking about Facebook gaming, and I'm like, and Mixer shut down. We're like, why didn't Facebook gaming sell out and just partner with Mixer? Because it was more well known than Facebook gaming is now. Yeah, I yeah. Honestly, yeah. Why wouldn't? Because I feel like. But then again, actually, I'm thinking about this. If Facebook had bought Mixer, would things be different? Possibly. Facebook is very, like, when they buy new apps and stuff that are in a different market, they are very ambitious on getting it off the ground. I mean, true. Like, they did buy the, the, no, no, yeah, was it, no, the, oh my god, what am I thinking? What was what VR's headset? Stadia, right? No, that's Google. Uh, Oculus, Oculus. Oculus. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oculus. They bought the Oculus Rift. Yeah, and they went hard on trying to get it off the ground. Mm-hmm. And same with like when they acquired Instagram. Like, look what happened. Oh yeah, I forget that Facebook owns Instagram. They also own WhatsApp and Snapchat. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they own. I did not know they own Snapchat. I'm pretty I did sure not they know own Snapchat one. now. Oh. I believe they do. You can fact check me on that, but yeah. I'm, but, I'm, I'm actually going to Google this right now. Yeah, I want to know it, how. I want to know how much money Zuckerberg has zucked. <laughs> zucked. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, 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 this whole streaming thing. Because I have my own issues with Twitch and how they run, but I like the community. That's why I stay. 
Yeah, well, yeah, I love communities when they, you know, aren't shitheads. <laughs> um, like, I've been having, like, I, you know, I, I stream uh, Just Dance, and I've been finding that community in its own gets attacked by randos so much. Like, just uh, a few nights ago, I had to ban one guy because he kept calling me a joke because I'm like, I'm doing the full orange man gimmick. That's just my thing. Right. Oh yeah. And after that, he, he brought in like 15 to 20 people just to spam me. Yeah. I've had that happen oh, a couple of weeks ago. Really, really bad thing. Like these yeah. guys invaded my discord and uh, you know, it was right after discord launched their uh, voice to text thing, messaging thing. Yeah. And it doesn't disable in streamer mode. I hope they fix that bug by now. <laughs> but uh, I just find like all the the policies and uh, terms of service that uh, Twitch want to change because of everything that's been going on lately, i.e. like the uh, speaking out movement and uh, BLM, they they're just they they do little effort to fix the problems. Though they they do the public relations thing of saying we're going to do something, but they don't actually really do anything, and then on yeah. the other end of that like this is the problem that i have with most platforms right now whether it's youtube facebook or twitch they get they politicize their platform which is not what platforms are meant to do yeah if you're running a platform you're a platform everybody gets to go onto that platform and do their thing and if yeah. it's really bad obviously you want to weed out the the badness well, exactly. in general uh but I mean, it's a platform. If you were a publisher, then your name's actually attached to that. And I would yeah. get why you would want to filter it. But you're a platform. Everybody has their own brand. They're just using your system to get their brand out there. It's but just, it gets so, everybody into hot water when you politicize stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, also, I, I, I Googled it. Uh, Facebook does not own Snapchat. No, oh, they okay. Okay. <laughs> They made an offer to buy them, but they didn't. Okay. Uh, they didn't. They it was like three billion they offered, and they they were like, "Nah, we're good, fam." Okay, yeah. So they didn't acquire them, but yeah, Facebook. No. Facebook is when they buy new stuff, they are ambitious of getting it off the ground. So I, yeah, yeah Facebook should have bought Mixer off of Microsoft because Microsoft was not doing a very good job of getting it. Off the uh, <laughs> Microsoft, whenever they launch something new and ambitious, <coughs> Zoom. <laughs> um. <laughs> It, they, they kill it. It gets killed so fast. Well, I feel like they, they, they like, oh, we have this great new product, but then as soon as they release it, they, like, get scared, and they back off the product that they're releasing instead of doing what most, you know, the entrepreneurial spirit is, is to, like, you dump everything you got to get this off the ground so it's successful and to beat out your competition. Yeah. And if you can't do it, then, yeah, you cut your losses, but... Mixer, I th I think was a credible threat to Twitch. I I was believe it? so. Yeah. If they did it like uh, like if okay they, yeah if they did it if they did it right I feel like Mixer could have been if they didn't do what Microsoft did Mixer would have been a credible threat on how they had it set up. Yeah, but they needed that that person or that company behind them to get it. I mean, they had it Ninja, but like. Even when Ninja moved to Mixer, he didn't even have as many. He like he lost so many. 
like I don't think he was anticipating how many like subscribers and stuff he would lose. Yeah, yeah. He was still up there though. And he was still up there, he honestly. Away but with like, how much money? Yeah. Either way, this is a win for Ninja. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he doesn't uh, have to stream another day in his life, but he's still going to. He doesn't yeah. have to do anything for the rest oh, exactly. of his life. Exactly. That, <laughs> that's my question. That is a question I do have, though. Where is Ninja going to go? Because uh, obviously, he's not going back to Twitch. The rumor he did is. A YouTube stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire away. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> oh. You go. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, he did a uh, he did a uh, test stream on YouTube, so that's kind of where the spe- the speculation's leaning right now. But he's still kind of up in the air. But what people are saying is he might be challenging, like uh, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch to maybe you know sign him to something like to an exclusive deal. <laughs> he's like, oh boy, he's uh, see. That- I, I, I've heard or like rumors of that too, and that would actually be the smartest play for Ninja business wise. Yeah. Yeah. Because if he just dabbles in each and doesn't really commit, then he might interest one of the parties to actually put an offer out on the table. Well, maybe this is the reason Dr. Disrespect got banned because they're like, wait, that 25 mil can go back to Ninja. <laughs> yeah. T- I don't think. Twitch is going to reacquire Ninja. Yeah, no. I don't, I don't think so I, either. I think Ninja himself is personally done with Twitch. Yeah, yeah. I just... He kind of burnt that bridge when he went to uh, Mixer. And not only that, Twitch kind of burnt the bridge for him. Well, if they did what they did to his account. Yeah, like, well... I, was that even Twitch's fault? I forgot reading on that. I thought that might have been I, like someone in the company did something. Yeah, it's it's all speculation, but yeah. it's hard to say. <laughs> I don't think yeah, there's going to be any guarantee word to that one, unfortunately. <laughs> what What do you think about the rumors of them? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure this has been debunked, but uh, the rumors of them starting a streaming service with what, what was it, Spotify? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So um. On that one, it's supposed to be Dr. Disrespect and Ninja and someone else. I think Shroud. Shroud, yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, Dr. Disrespect and Ninja hate each other. So that is a false narrative on its own. So Do they actually hate each other or is it a bit? That, it could be a bit. You never know. That's It could be all wrestling shit and like storyline bullshit, you know. Like, like <laughs> rapper diss tracks, bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, um, looking through my notes one more time, uh, trying to figure out, um, I think we covered mostly any everything on this topic. Is there anything else you guys do want to add? Uh, yeah, we covered. I'm just looking over the notes as well. Uh, <laughs> uh most I'm gonna say is, uh, despite my uh. My uh, my my leanings on Twitch. I don't think they're gonna go anywhere. And right now, it's still the best uh, streaming service mm-hmm. platform, whatever yeah. you want to call it. And yeah, Twitch Twitch still owns like all esports. Yeah, stuff like yeah. streaming. I'm not leaving Twitch anytime soon. I still like I'm building a decent community there. Yeah, I, I'm in I the like same the boat. community in general. So I'm in the same boat. No matter. How people talk to me and what they do, I'm still going to stream. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I swing if someone's being a 
dingus. I swing the ban hammer quite frequently. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just hired a mod for my channel, so I'm going to get her, you know, leading people out too. So it's when in doubt, always hire yourself a mod. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, and with that, we're going to jump into our last segment, which is the grab bag, the variety of smaller pits that go right before the end of the podcast. And we're starting with draw of the deck and the big thing actually uh, for the Pokemon TCG is a brand new game type for the Pokemon TCG. They are bringing raid battles popularized in sword and shield to the card game. Um, for up to four players can play against a raid Pokemon. There's a video and uh, downloadable links to print off everything that you need. Um, so if you're into the Pokemon TCG, um, go check it out. It's looks it's raids in real life now. You can do card game raids. The, it's cool. And uh, nothing for Yu-Gi-Oh, of course, because that's always the case with Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, but for Magic the Gathering, earlier this week, the new ban list came out. So... Check your cards. They might be banned now. Aw. <laughs> um, on to the retro reminder. And this one is uh, quite a doozy. I didn't know that this game was actually developed by Bioware until I looked it up. It is uh, Sonic Chronicles, The Dark Brotherhood. This was Sonic's attempt at an RPG. Like, are we talking Sonic the Hedgehog? Yes. Or... Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to that. Uh, to the Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm at the lo uh, loss of words as well. I, I yeah. didn't even know about this game. Yeah, developed by Bioware, published by Sega because, of course, it's Sonic. But they got Bioware to develop it, which was weird. Um, And it's a weird game. The combat, it's an RPG, turn-based RPG with uh, Sonic and all his friends. Um, and the plot of the story, the base, the, the general plot of the game is Knuckles has been kidnapped by a weird echidna. Oh Wait my a goodness, second. it's for the DS. Yes, it's for the <laughs> DS too. Of all the platforms, it's for the DS. And all the characters to be kidnapped, Knuckles? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Cause he knows where the he knows the power of the Master Emerald. Okay. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I don't know. It's quite a weird game. Um character designs are alright for some of the new characters. Um but the funny part is the game ends on a cliffhanger where they end up going to like another dimension in outer space or something to defeat the big bat villain for the game. Um and then when they come back, Eggman's taking over the world. And then it was like it was set up to have a sequel, and they just didn't do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just, I, I just like the general reaction that I got out of YouTube from this game. So. Uh, providing thrilling content for all. Ages. Yes. <laughs> thrilling content in the form of audio. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's our retro reminder. Um, if you did play uh, Sonic Chronicles in the Dark Brotherhood, leave a comment on the Facebook posts or um, 
over on my Instagram, which I'll plug at the end of the show, and let me know actually what you thought of the, this game. I am very Be- interested in reading those. Because <laughs> I played, I did play it on on my uh, emulator that I had. And um, I think I got like 10 minutes in and was like, I'm done. <laughs> uh, on to the achievement slash trophy of the week. It is called Ahab's Boulder in Rock of Ages 3, which is to defeat Moby Dick. Can we talk about the actual whale? I'm assuming so. All right, cool. <laughs> and the game of the week is Rock of Ages 3, Make and Break. Uh, it's like of all the games, it seems to be this week, it seems to be like the most triple A-ish or like the one that people are talking about at least. Yeah, I don't know much about it, so I can't really comment on it. Same. Yeah, uh, same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for joining me this week, gentlemen. Yeah, no problem. It's been awesome. Hey, not a problem. Uh, so Love where... the podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. So where can we find you guys on the internet? Tyler, let's start with you. Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash SirWigglesTheGreat or Twitter as WigglesIsGreat. Um, and Instagram, I'll SirWigglesTheGreat. And same with TikTok, SirWigglesTheGreat. You, know, you can find me on most social media apps if you look me up. And what not? I hope to see you guys in stream. It'll be fun. And Brandon. Holy shit, I should have wrote mine down. I got uh, <laughs> Facebook.com slash DJOrangeMan11. Twitter, uh, I got Twitter.com slash DJOrangeMan. Uh, Twitch.tv slash DJOrangeMan. Uh, and then you can find me on YouTube. I'm starting to get that going again. Uh, just search up DJ Orange Man. And if you like hockey, I got Orange Man Hockey. Yeah, go check out DJ Orange Man. He's dope. Yeah. What, what is this Orange Man hockey? So it's basically just a YouTube channel for um, hockey oh. content. I oh, got, okay. I, I did one video where I opened up hockey cards, but um, I'm going to start a series on there on NHL 20 where I'm doing like a custom season. Like, oh, nice. Every, I'm replacing every team and doing a fantasy draft on it. So Nice. Well, I uh, look forward to that, uh, especially if you're hot, because hockey's coming back. And it like, is. Yeah. That's starting, guys. And yeah, and in it's the all summer. <laughs> for the first time ever. It's all in Canada. Hell yeah, yeah. Canada represent. <laughs> yeah, let's just hope a Canadian team actually gets to the finals this time. Yeah, all the U.S. teams are filled with Canadians anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, play, players, well, player wise, yeah, there's Canadians <laughs> everywhere, but like, doesn't matter. Can we, Canada get a, wins. Can, we get, can we get a team? That would be nice. Vancouver, don't suck this year. Please. Go Flames. Personally, I I like the... Uh, uh, actually, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a team. If you're trying to pick the worst team in the league, that would be the Oilers. Just cause uh, I was going to say that oh, as a joke. Yeah. I, I was, was going to say that as a joke, but I'm like, you know what? I'm... I don't want to get beat by my dad today. <laughs> Connor, <laughs> Joe, Connor McDavid JK, JK. might be a great player, but Edmonton still sucks. <laughs> they get into a lot of fights. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and of course, you can find uh, me, uh, Tony's Game Tony's Game Lounge on Facebook uh, at uh, frick, where, let me find my links at Radio Tony on Twitter and Radio underscore Guy underscore Tony on Instagram, and uh, we have a Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Tony's Game Lounge. Um, 
I I used to stream like every Wednesday and Friday, but I haven't touched streaming in a while. So if I stream, I stream. So check that out too if you want. Um, thank you again once. Thank thanks again for joining me, guys. Yeah, awesome. yeah, no problem. And uh, yes, and we will see all of you next week on the newest episode of Tony's Game Lounge. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. Tune in every Sunday for new episodes. 